Halfway home on Wild Card Weekend, baby! Happy Sunday, top of the morning to you. Three games in, three games to go. Lesson learned for me. 3-0 and in the spreads, 0-3 in the totals. Just call me even Steven, Shiloh. Unbelievable, dude. You gotta be kidding me. I picked all three spreads yesterday. Colts plus seven, Rams plus three, Washington with the points. I took under, under, under. Because if you look at wildcard weekend, and this just shows you, and I'm off any over-under today. The only over-under I might do is Brown Steelers. I'm so off the over-unders in COVID with no fans or limited capacity. It changes everything. The absolute lesson I got for all of you watching, no fans, limited fans, the defense only holds so much. 27-24 Bills, 30-20 Rams, 31-23 Bucks. If you would have told me that Josh Allen had the least amount of points yesterday, I wouldn't have touched any totals. But today's about today. We move on. So look, I'm, I'm obviously putting in the work over here. We got every spread right. And the Rams went out right. And my Rams futures to win, make it to the Super Bowl. Oh, we're just a couple games away, baby. All right. So I've already broken down Ravens and Titans on a previous podcast on Friday. Check that out if you want the numbers, the nitty-gritty numbers. That stands as we speak at plus 3.5 and minus 3.5. Very difficult to not take the Titans after seeing how much of the public is on the Ravens. For me, I'm going to probably take the 3.5 and sit back and hope it is a field goal game. I mean, the Ravens are not built with Greg Roman's offense to play from behind. If we can ground and pound as the Titans do... And Derrick Henry gets stronger in the fourth, as he always does. I like a cover. Do the Titans win outright? I mean, statistically, law of averages, is Harbaugh going to lose three times in two years to the same team and coach? You'd like to think not. But the pressure is on the Ravens today. So let's break down the first game. Two games left for me. Bears plus 10, Saints minus 10, over under 47 and a half. Odds brought to you by Fan Duel Bears eight and eight against the spread. Saints nine and seven against the spread. Couple of betting trends for you just to marinate on before we break it down. Chicago's three and seven straight up in their last ten games. The total was hit over in five of Chicago's last six games. New Orleans is seven one and one against the spread in their last nine games, and the total for New Orleans has hit. Under in six of the last nine. Over under again stands at 47 and a half. To me, a little low with how flourishing this Bears offense has been. I mean, you're looking at the last six games for Montgomery. He's averaging 99.7 on the ground with seven rushing touchdowns. Now, we're watching a team today in the Saints. They're fifth in points per game. They're fifth in points against. They're first in interceptions. They're eighth in sacks. They're incredibly well balanced. I mean, the first time these two teams played, though, it took an overtime victory. You don't want to lean too much into the first time they met. Similarly to a little bit of the Brown Steelers, if you really look at that, which we'll get to in a little with last week's matchup. You don't want to read too much into it. Nick Foles, it was a different Bears offense. Mooney wasn't even on the scene yet. And I'll just read you the box score. It took Breeze 
31 for 41, 280 yards, two TDs, no picks, sacked just once to win that game by a field goal. Now, Breeze is completing over 70% of his passes this year. He's got six interceptions. He's only taken 13 sacks. So he's taking care of the ball, and his offensive line has taken care of him. What's nerve-wracking, though, is that the Saints in the playoffs are a different animal. It's their fourth consecutive appearance, but they've lost back-to-back. I mean, again to the Minnesota Vikings? Mitchie True Biscuits coming into this game, completing 67% of his passes, 2,055 yards. That's 6.9 yards per attempt, 16 tugs, eight interceptions for the lad that is looking for a second contract in the NFL, hopefully from the Bears. This Saints team, and then keep the ball, run the ball, run the pass. Breeze doesn't throw the ball down the field, which is why plus 10 is appetizing. Breeze does not throw the ball over 30 yards. Look it up. It's flabbergasting. So you're giving us 10 points if we're going on the Bears' side with Mack up front, Hicks up front, Roquan Smith. In the back, you got Kyle Fuller. You got Eddie Jackson. This Bears team should give them a little bit of trouble. And... If you're looking at a 30.1 points per game offense, going against a defense, statistically speaking, the 14th, right middle of the road, the game is going to be won and lost, I like to think, in time of possession, believe it or not. The reason why I say time of possession is because the Saints are third in time of possession. So we know what they're going to do. They're going to ground and pound with Kamara, ground and pound with Murray, feed the short routes. Um, but for me, I, I just think, again, it's kind of like yesterday, right? I mean, you're getting Taylor as your quarterback versus Trubisky, and you're getting another half point, or it, depending on when you close. It was eight and a half and went up to 10 yesterday in Tampa Bay, Washington. I think you have to take 10 points. I think we're watching not a true super dumb look. This could easily be a routing and a blowout if this was at a full capacity in the dome. It isn't. And Breeze's inability, throw the ball downfield. And this Bears offense is cooking on a lot of levels, on a lot of cylinders. They found their mojo. Their Austin Powers mojo is back. I mean, this Bears team put over 33. The, the stat kept changing. They had 30 points over three games in a row. Hadn't done that since the 80s. Then they had 33 points in four straight games. Now they end, and I think a little bit of last week's shellacking against the Packers, which you don't put the Bears and the Packers in the same category, is why this number is so big. I think if this number was 8.5, which is probably maybe even like 8, is where I think it should be, then you maybe think about taking the Saints. I mean, look, it could be a routing still. Because Trubisky is not to be trusted. But I'm going to take that defense to step up and play above their pay grade today and take the 10. That's my pick. Moving on to the second game to wrap up wildcard weekend, we got the Browns and Stefanski coaching from the house in his robe. Check out my Moneyline Monaco skit on it. Kevin Stefanski coaching from home. So this is the third time, obviously, AFC North. These two teams have danced this season. We don't want to buy too much in the last week. Obviously, that was a 10-point spread. Steelers cover. No one was playing. Mason Rudolph was out there. Forget about it. Plus 220 Cleveland, minus 270 Pittsburgh. Cleveland's getting plus six after the Stefanski going home. 
There's one. Most quarterbacks, most players only worth a point or so. Stefanski goes to six. This line was at three and a half initially. Over under 47 and a half. Under looks appetizing. Under absolutely looks appetizing. Cleveland three and seven against the spread in their last 10 games. Cleveland five and two in their last seven. Pittsburgh one and four against the spread in their last five games. One and four against the spread in their last five. And the under in Steelers games have hit in four of the last six. Four of the last six. Ending the regular season, the Browns finished with the third best rushing attack, averaging 148.4 yards per game on the ground and top five in carries, 4.8 yards per, and rushing touchdowns with 21. On the other side, the Browns are pretty good against the rush D. Finishing eighth, allowed 108.8 yards per game. Pittsburgh dead last in rushing yards, 84.4, and yards per carry. This game is going to be won and lost in Big Ben's hands. It's also going to be won and lost on third down. Just like time of possession is interesting in the first game, third down conversions is different in the night game. Pittsburgh is above average converting 42.2% of their third down opportunities And Cleveland is allowing 43.9% to be converted. Something's got to Jack Nicholson give there. I'm a a little nervous about Cleveland's pass defense. They've given up 247.6 yards per game. And there's weapons all over the place for the Steelers. All over the place. But we do what we've done all season in this series and with this theory. Rivalry games Divisional games are a different animal. You're giving us the opportunity for six points. Six points. There is a chance that all six spreads cover this wild card weekend. I think if you are taking a dwindling Pittsburgh that has covered one of their last five games, you're going to be very stressed out. Now, the Browns haven't been here. It's Kelly Holcomb versus Tommy Maddox the last time these two danced. I was learning... Long division. Browns haven't been in the playoffs in a long time. Olivier Vernon's out. I don't love it. Cleveland's ability to run the ball and Cleveland's ability to stop the run. That's two components of four elements of offense in this game. Plus six points as a cushion. I mean, with technology, I really think Stefanski's going to be dialed in. I don't think it's going to be as enormous as you would think. The spread certainly seems otherwise, but... We have a dwindling Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's not winning the Super Bowl. Pittsburgh's not winning the Super Bowl. And they were very fortunate to be in this game. We got to take the points. So on that note, I'm going to reluctantly go Bears plus 10 and emotionally go Browns plus 6. And those are my picks for the wrapping up of the weekend. And I think just off of safety, I'll take the Titans plus 3.5 and and round it all out. Although, if it went back to 3 you have to start thinking about the Ravens' money line again because I'm all about that law of averages. I don't know if Harbaugh's going to lose three straight to the Titans, but then again, the Titans have the Ravens' number. That game could sneakily go under 54. A lot of public on the Ravens, a lot of public on the over. Just marinate on that if you hear this before tip. That's it for me. Browns, Bears with the points. Could be a disgusting Monday. Happy Sunday, though. Enjoy the games. They're great, huh? Hug your mothers. I'm out. The game is going to be won and lost, I'd like to think, in time of possession, believe it or not.